Hello, greetings, and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and today I am with Pastor Barry Stallings. And he is a very impressive man. And if you read his bio, we're not going to go all into it because it'd take a little while to go through it. But he has done multiple things, but everything he has done points back to being Christ-centered. So I'm grateful to have him on the broadcast, had the opportunity um, at NRB is where we connected through the app. I seen him on there and I thought, this guy's a mover and a shaker for the kingdom. I need to have him on the show. So Pastor Barry, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you, Sister Maggie. It's so great to be able to uh, actually talk with you face-to-face, even though it's uh, here on the broadcast. We did, as I said, said uh, in uh, what we sportscasters call the pregame show, <laughs> uh, sort of uh, ran at each other uh, inadvertently at NRB, but Thank you for the invitation to come on here and share what God is doing through our ministry. Well, I absolutely love not only what he's doing through the ministry, but what he's been doing through you with your writings and your story of Esther. Uh, I had the opportunity to read the first edition or the first book of the series. And it's such an amazing story, but it's an ongoing story. So we'll talk some about the ministry. But right now, I'd like for you to share with the viewers about how did the Lord call you to write this book and then series? Was it always a series or was it just the first book? And then all of a sudden he said, go with the series. How did that work? No, it never, it never was a series it, to begin with. Matter of fact, uh, and, and the book just sort of uh, came, came out of the blue. Um, for several years, I had had this vision of, of sharing a story of maybe how we see things through a pastoral perspective and, uh, and, and, and that kind of thing. My mother and father passed away within 10 months of each other in 2019 and my dad in April of 2020. And they had been divorced since I was six years old. And so mom had dementia. And um, like I said, we lost her in May of 19. Uh, my dad uh, have a great testimony with, with uh, my dad. Uh, however, uh, toward the, toward the last parts of his life, there were some conversations that we had that just weighed on my heart. And you can see that in the content between Esther and her daughter, Stella, while Esther is away with her husband, who's pastoring in Atlanta. And uh, so uh, and let me say this, too, because a lot of folks get this confused. This is not the Esther of the Bible. Esther, her, her name is only Esther in the first book. But in the second book coming out October, she's got a real name. And my daughter, Katie, helped me with that. Uh, Esther Collins Summerfield and is, is her name. And uh, and her bro- her brother comes to town. His name is Jacob. Anyway, we'll get to that shortly. I don't mean to get the cart before the horse, but getting back to your question, um, going into the first book, I just sat down between Christmas and New Year's um, in 2018 and started writing. And it just came out. You know, I thought about um, it, it was going to be. Uh, I used different names. Um, you know, I think uh, it started with an E. I think ones was. Uh, uh, Ellen, I think one's was, uh, and I'm like, well, I found that on Google. I don't need to use that. And then I thought about Esther from the Bible, you know, that name. And it's an old fashioned name in some ways, you know, Grandma Walton was Esther, <laughs> if you remember her. And, yeah. uh, so, um, you know, so, uh, and then it just came through and my daughter, Katie was actually traveling to Alabama and some of the things in the book just started coming to me. Uh, while she and I would text back and forth, and that's where uh, Stella and her husband, Dan, she was actually driving through Atlanta when I was writing that book, and that's why they landed in Atlanta. I mean, you know, so it's amazing how the Lord puts all that together in, in, a, in a quick period of time. But, of course, the, the town of Pinetown, Indiana, where the setting of the book is, is a fictional town. 
And uh, but the story just comes from a person, I think, Sister Maggie, of somebody. We have a lot of folks that are in so much bitterness today. And it goes back to things in their past that they have not let go of. And as you saw in the book, Esther had that problem until, you know, she had a, you know, I, I, I don't know how, how much I should say about the book for those who hadn't read it and for those who might have read it. And, you know, because the special visitor she gets uh, a couple of days before Christmas, before the Christmas cantata at Pinetown Community Church, and it changes her life. And she finally is able to get redemption. And, and, and so um, it just all flowed from that and, it, you know, and that kind of thing. And I like to say this, too. I think in our past, there's a little bit of Esther in all of us or has been. I think there's things in our past oh, yeah. we have gone to that we didn't let go. But thanks to Jesus, he can take those things that are locked in our heart and rooted in our heart. And if we'll just open up our hearts to him like Esther did in the book when she prayed that morning. He can take out and do what the Thompson Chain Reference Bible calls spiritual surgery and take out that old bitterness and make us whiter than snow. Praise God. And that's that that's just some of the highlights of, of that book and how we got there. The second one coming up in October, unless there's something that you want to interject real quick. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm just I'm just excited about the second one because I, I redemption stories are my favorite kind of story. So go ahead. Tell us about in October. Well, well, the second book, I'll be honest with you, when, when Esther, uh, when a Christmas gift for Esther was finished, I thought, okay, well, Lord, this is it, you know, you know, and we actually, it's a play too. Let me, let me throw that in there. We did the play at our church in 2019 and, uh, and, and we had over 200 people in attendance and uh, very excited about how that went. And then of course, when COVID hit in 2020, that sort of put, I was want to do it Christmas of 22, uh, 2020. But COVID put all that on hold. So in at Christmas of 2020, we have every year at our church at Pleasant Grove Church in Pikeville, we have Christmas candlelight communion service. And there was a lady that came into our church and she was uh, uh, an older lady with a cane. And she told me, she said that, uh, she said, Pastor Barry, come here. She was at the back of the church. So I went back there. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, my brother may be coming to church tonight. I've invited him. Please pray for him. I'm hoping he will. Well, he was a pastor that had actually backslidden on God. Oh, wow. And I mean, right there, Sister Maggie, God spoke to my heart and said, she is Esther for the second book. And oh, I'm goodness. like, wow. I'm like, Lord, I didn't plan on doing that. And he's like, well, you know, you're working for me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, Esther's Christmas wish was born in at Chris, that, that night at our Christmas candlelight communion service, uh, Christmas 2020. And it took us about a year uh, to uh, to get it all done. And uh, then uh, my daughter, Katie, who's a creative writing major at the University of North Carolina at Wilmington, she uh, she was able to assist me in some areas. And uh, we, like she just finished that up last week and, and that kind of thing. And just to give you a quick preview, it is based on a true story. The names have changed and everything. We're back in Pinetown, Indiana. But her brother, Jacob, and Katie actually said, Daddy, she said, why don't you name him Jacob? Because of the mm-hmm. fact Jacob was Israel, and Israel, you know, the name meant what? Wrestling with God. Yep. And Jacob wrestles with God, and now 
he goes home and Esther finds herself from being the one being prayed for in the first book or being sought after by God in the first book to being the one on her knees for somebody else in the second one. I but love does, that. But does her brother Jacob get redeemed? Stay tuned. That's coming up in October. Ah, yeah. Now, I'm glad you left the cliffhanger there because it's important because, you know, it's there are many people out there that are praying for family members and oh, yeah. they're going to be able to totally relate with where Esther's at, what she's going through, especially as a new believer. Is it does it kind of pick up where the other one left or is there many years that have gone by? It's only one or is year. that a secret. <laughs> it's it, no, no, it's only one year. And, and, and I debated about that, um, you know, uh, and and that kind of thing. But I didn't want it to be a long time from her experience. Um, she has matured a lot in, in that one year. I won't say all of what she's doing in the second book, because I want folks to if you if you saw her, if you read about her in the first book, you'll see a whole different Esther in the second. one, And uh and uh, she, I will say this, uh, she has become a grandmother by this point. And, oh. uh, and well, that's based off my own grandson. I, I you know, uh, uh, my little Carter, he's, he, I had to, you know, if you're a grandparent, I'm going to tell you what, somebody asked me, said, is he spoiled yet? I said, I am spoiled rotten. He has got me spoiled rotten. And so, <laughs> um, so uh, Esther has joined me in grandparenthood and, 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 and that kind of thing. So, but that's just scratching the surface. I, Sister Maggie, I tell you, like I said, I love the first book. I do. It's the introduction to something I never thought that was going to happen. And now God's given me a vision for a three-part series with the third one, Lord willing, being out in 2024, if all works out okay. Um, and, uh, and let me say this, I've gotten some great advice from some ladies there in Nashville. Uh, Tina Gallo, if you know Tina. Ah. Uh, yes, yeah, she came to uh, and visited with me while we were in RB. She's given me some great insight because uh, I'm looking for this to be a play. And actually, I've pitched a Christmas gift for Esther at the Pitchathon at NRB for film. And oh, I didn't I, realize that. That's exciting. And and so uh, so Tina's helping me pray about that. And Candace Kirkpatrick as well has been very <laughs> instrumental in giving me some great advice through email and. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've got one I hadn't responded back to her yet because I've been, I wanted to work on what the uh, script I've got before I respond back to uh, Candace. But those ladies, I saw them, met them at NRB. Uh, they've been, uh, we've been in touch for, been Facebook friends for over a year. And uh, they've been very, very uh, helpful in helping me. You know, if you go write a script, this is what, how it needs to be done. And it's, it's not something definitely that, that you can do overnight. And, no. but, uh, but so uh, they've been very encouraging uh, when it comes to the, uh, to the, uh, to the book and, and, and the script as well. So I'm excited to see what God's got in store for Esther in the third book. I've already got some notes written on it. Um, I, 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 I don't know if I want to, uh, to just let that go just yet, uh, but it is a happy book. I think it's going to be, it's got some Irish flavor to it, if that's yeah. what the Lord says. So anyway, as we say in television and even here on your broadcast, stay tuned. 
<laughs> I'm glad you're holding that back because they need to know that this is something they need to get their teeth into and, and really dig into it and recognize that Esther is just like all of us before Jesus. And walking out life with her is going to be an adventure. So I encourage you guys, and you can go to barrystallings.com. And on there, you'll see where you can order the book, but also you'll also see a whole lot more about the family. But I want to go back and piggyback on a few things that you said. First of all, um, Candace Kirkpatrick and Tina Gallo are stellar. I mean, you talk about sold out for Jesus, prayer warrior. So if they are, you know, assisting you, praying for you. You've got a great group of ladies. I know them personally. They are the, like just top notch, very special to me. So yay for that and running into them and meeting them. Uh, Candace is just, I can't even tell you. She, Candace is the type of person. Um, she literally has very personal things about me on her prayer list that no one else knows that she will take to her prayer closet and pray. So I'm excited that you're getting some advice from them because for those of us and, and myself, I'm working on a book myself and I've thought many times about it becoming a mini series because I always get around and tell people that my story is like um, Netflix gone pure flicks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. All right. <laughs> But it is when you don't already have those pieces to the puzzle, you need people that have, that know about the industry. So it sounds like you're getting great sound counsel. And the fact that your daughter is involved in this and, you know, you've got an English teacher at your church. It's like God is taking and putting all the pieces around you to get this done and to encourage people. So thank you for saying yes to that. Well, you know, I think when the Lord, you know, everything is done, uh, uh, we, we cover everything with prayer. And you know that as well as we had prayer right before the broadcast. And yes. after I got through re uh, writing the first book uh, in 2018, right at the, 20 of 18, at the end of 2018, I said, Lord, if it takes 10 years to publish, this is on your time. It's not on okay. mine. And I was in touch with uh, a uh, publisher, publishing company out of Indiana and they told me what they could do and they could put it in these big bookstores and that kind of thing. But our denomination has its own press uh, in the original okay. Free Will Baptist. It's called the Free Will Baptist Press. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to go over to Aiden and talk with them. And, and Rick Watson and Darren Davenport have been stellar. And they have a publishing company called Palmer Publishing. And they undertook the work and they agreed to the second one. And Darren and uh, Darren, the editor there, has been very, very helpful and uh uh, setting up some, we had a book signing, two book signings back in May and book sales were great. And it's not even Christmas, you know, at the two conventions <laughs> we were at. And uh, so uh, a shout out to those guys and, and, uh, and, and that kind of thing. They caught the vision when I went in there and, and shared it with them. And I think they said, this is a first for us. I said, well, it's certainly a first for me. And, but uh, it, it, it turned out uh, the Lord really blessed it in a great way. I sit back and I do look at the the content of the book, uh, though, Maggie, and I'm like, you know, uh, looking at how my daughter Katie helped out with the writing. Uh, somewhere down the road, we we may end up uh, doing a anniversary edition or something of a Christmas gift for Esther somewhere down the road with the, with the flow of the story being a little bit different. You know, uh, for instance, in the book, it says, our, uh, I wrote this, says, our story begins where Katie's would be like, uh, snow is falling 
on this pleasant little town called Pine Town, Indiana. And I'm like, boy, I sure do like the way she put that better than me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But we'll see about all that. But in the meantime, uh, you know, the, the first book's out there. And it's, uh, I think we're, uh, the Lord's blessed it in a great way. And, and I'm really excited about this second one going out in October. You know, I love the fact that it's coming out in October because a, a good story, you know, some people would say, okay, this is strictly for Christmas. And this is not just for Christmas. This is just set at Christmas time. And, but right. it would make amazing Christmas gifts to family members and those that you love who love a good story, but maybe you can't, you know, there are so many people that God will use media, whether it's, a, you know, a broadcast or a book or a, a song or something to pull on the heartstrings of people, because there are many people that are hurt and broken and angry and mad at the church and dealing with all of these things. And they might, they might not come to church and getting this into their hands helps to plant those seeds of where truth comes from. And it's going to soften and prepare them. Do you not think so? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because the fact that, like I said, there's a little bit of Esther in all of us. And there's there's whether you're saved or you don't know Christ, we can see ourselves in that character because yes. all of us have been bitter over something. The question is, is how do we get healing from it? And the answer yes. is Jesus. You know, Amen. he's the one that can that, that can bring healing uh, to that bitter heart and uh, now more than ever, Sister Maggie, with the way things are in this world, we need to get that message out there. And that's why I appreciate you so much letting us come on and share Esther's story, because it does have an evangelical tune to it uh, yeah. uh, from a perspective of, of, of reaching uh, folks for Christ and, and, and that kind of thing. So uh, we had the first Christmas it was out in 2020, I think it was. I do remember a lady, she had bought uh, she bought five books for five Christmas gifts. I do remember that since you mentioned that. So absolutely. And uh, uh, that kind of thing that it would be good at birthdays or Christmas. If you know somebody who's an avid reader, uh, you know, and uh, if they get in touch with the press and they say, Hey, I want an autographed copy. I'll be glad to sign it, whatever we need to do. If, if not, they'll send it to you. Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, and that kind of thing. I love it. So do we, uh, in October, y'all, if you're watching this broadcast in October, when it comes out, I'll be posting it on my page. But I want to point out to you that you can follow Pastor Barry on Instagram. Um, you can reach out to him on his Facebook. He has a public figure Facebook because his personal one got really full. But you can follow him and check on the updates. If you have any problem finding him, you can always reach out to me. But I will be letting you know when that comes out because I'm going to get my copy. I'm going to get my copy because I want to know where Esther's going. And I definitely want to know about Jacob. So, because um, I was kind of like, a, I was definitely like Esther. Okay. Except for, yeah, really bitter was my middle name. It was horrible. But I was also a lot like the character Jacob of wrestling with God. So mm. I am really looking forward to that second one and what God is going to do throughout there. So with the screenplay, um, or with the play itself. It, now, so this, you did the production at your church for the first one, right? Yes, we did uh, back in 2019. Uh, and uh, both of my children were in it. Uh, uh, Love that. Katie, now, now Stella, you remember Stella in the first book. That's Esther's daughter. Yes. Okay, okay yes. She, 
she was named after my late grandmother, uh, whose name was St uh, Miriam Stella Creech Stalling, uh, who was also the, Miss Fir the first Miss Goldsboro in the history of, of the town in the Miss North Carolina pageant in 1932. But yeah. anyway, I just had to give a shout out to her. But anyway, she's in heaven today. But yes. uh, she, uh, Katie played, and she's the one who's helped me with the second book. She played Stella. My daughter, Karen, who actually I'm at her house right now, and she set up all this for me to be on with you today. She and her husband, Austin, also in the play as uh, the couple that Esther saw with uh, Pastor Tim on that Sunday afternoon, if you remember the scene. Oh, yes. And that was before Carter was born. Uh, matter of fact, Carter wasn't even thought of then. And so, uh, so they had a part in it too. And Karen actually sung that, you know, God has sort of given me a theme with music for these, these, uh, these books, uh, Sister Maggie. The first one with the play, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard uh, Sandy Patty or the Gold City Quartet sing Merry Christmas with Love. Have you ever heard that song? Yes, Sandy Patty, yes. Sandy Patty. And Karen sung that song at the end of the play. And uh, it goes along so much with Esther's story because of the bitterness and that kind of thing. The second book actually is uh, the, uh, uh, may need some tinkering a little bit or whatever, but it's uh, my grown-up Christmas list sort of speaks oh, to my Oh, love that. With this. And Karen's already agreed to sing that for the, uh, for the second play. So, um, uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, it's amazing how the Lord puts that uh, on, uh, on, just gives you a vision. You know, Jesus, the Bible says, not Jesus, but Joel, Joel said in the last days that he shall pour out his spirit, God shall pour out his spirit upon all flesh yes. and, and uh, uh, dreams and, and visions will be seen. And I believe that God is giving us this now. Somebody recently said that Dr. David Jeremiah said on a broadcast that the devil is unleashing everything he's got to have his last full steam. And it's time we as the people of God Amen. do the same thing. And, yes. uh, you know, sometimes, and I'll say this, Sister Maggie, and I'll just, maybe this will be a little sermon for today. I don't know. But <laughs> sometimes the worst thing we can do as Christians is to hurt each other with friendly fire. And right. I think that today we need to, if you're Pentecostal, if you're Baptist or free will Baptist or whatever, it doesn't matter. If you know Jesus, you're my brother and sister in Christ. Amen. And we've got to march forward for the glory of God because we're in the same army. Amen. Amen. You know, unity in the body of the Christ is very precious to me. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, it is Christ and him crucified. And, and I, I, the world has seen, uh, so much pitter patter back and forth about this and that. And, you know, we're all going to be surprised when we get to heaven. Amen. There is no Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal section. Okay. We're going to be there together. And uh, none of us have got it all right, but we know who does have it all right. And that is Christ and Christ alone. Amen. And so we, you know, I'm telling you, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is something I pray for every day. And uh, it is important that they see what we're for. You know, not that there are things that are contrary to the word of God that are, there are, leashed out in the world today but the body of christ coming together about what we are for more than what we're against and uh you know we're against sin because god says that we are to be against sin that's it and so we as a body of believers are standing for you if you're watching this broadcast and you do not know christ and you have always had questions we have the answers that comes in the word of god
And so you can reach out to Pastor Barry. You can reach out to myself. Uh, You know, you don't have to live in the pain that you're living in. You don't have to be like Esther, bound up and bitter because freedom is available to you. And I am a perfect specimen of that. And uh, if you don't believe it, you go find some of my testimony somewhere and you'll see that. And uh, and I I just want to thank you, Pastor Barry, for saying yes to the Lord, because, you know, you've got a church there in North Carolina. Tell the viewers so that if they are traveling, because North Carolina is beautiful, you know, so tell them where your church is at and a little bit about your church family so that in case they come through your area or live in your area, they can come visit you. Absolutely. We'd love for them to, uh, because uh, actually uh, several years back uh, through our county, they they put an interstate through, Interstate 795 oh. that connects Interstate 95 that goes through eastern, uh, uh, well, eastern North Carolina, I suppose, all the way down to Florida, from Maine to Florida. And 795 shoots down to Wilmington where folks can go to the beaches down there. So our church, Pleasant Grove Original Free Will Baptist Church, is located at 1100 Pikeville Princeton Road. I've been blessed to be there for the last 18 and a half years as their pastor in uh, December of 2003. uh, And uh, it's when I started there. Uh, And God is blessing our church. You know, we went through the spell in 2020, like most all churches did, Sister Maggie, where, you know, uh, we thought that, that I know I can speak for myself anyway, that, okay, you know, we had this little hiccup with COVID-19. We'll be back in a few months. Well, that didn't happen, and it just, you know, we continued and continued. But we had online, and we've actually got a radio station at our church on 106.9 FM, and uh, and it streams uh, as well. So we were able to use that. Uh, God gave uh, our station manager the vision for that several years ago, and some folks were like, well, why do we need a radio station? Because we were on a radio network over in the uh, Snow Hill area, and he said, God has just given me this vision. Well, for me, when the pandemic hit, I'm like, now we know why. You know, God wants us to trust him in everything we do, and he'll show us the way, and then he'll let us know why later on, if he so desires. But uh, our church, look, we're, we're mighty blessed, Sister Maggie. We Our numbers have come back. Folks are excited. Our youth program is booming. Our, uh, our youth uh, director, uh, director of youth services, Caleb Hines, just brought uh, 23 of our kids back from camp in the North Carolina mountains and they got back Saturday and, uh, and he's got some uh, youth activities planned uh, throughout the summer. Um, you know, uh, we've got our television broadcast called pleasant news from the Grove. That's on every uh, Monday night. You know, uh, this is sort of hilarious. Uh, we were in Nashville. Uh, of course the NRB has been in Nashville for three or four times over the last 10 years. And, uh, David Jeremiah was sitting at one of the restaurants there in uh, in uh, in Nashville at Opryland Hotel, and I told my wife, I said, "Honey, I said there's David Jeremiah." She said, "No, it's not." I said, uh, "Yes, it is." Well, David Jeremiah is on our TV station, WHFL TV 43, which I'm actually on the board of directors there, and uh, was full time there for years, and they're like my family down there. Um, and uh, he's on at nine o'clock on Monday night. Pleasant news from the Grove is on at ten o'clock. <laughs> and so I walked over to his table. I said, Dr. Jeremiah. And he said, yes, sir. He was very nice. I said, I'm Pastor Barry Stallings from North Carolina. He said, hello, Pastor. I said, uh, look, they just switched our program time to 10 o'clock on Monday night so that we could help the ratings of an up and coming pastor out of El Cajon, California uh, named David Jeremiah. Do you know who he is? And we both <laughs> laughed about it and that kind of stuff. 
and actually be the other way around for sure. But he was very genuine. And, and, and so um, we, uh, you know, it's amazing how God puts people in your past, even like you and I, Sister Maggie. I'll yeah. say this. Let me go back. And uh, I say this about Candace and Tina. Um, Julie Tapkin, who's an actress, lives out in Arkansas now. Uh, she and I became friends and she's the one who sort of it was through her that I met Tina and it was through Tina that I met Candace and and that kind of stuff. And uh, and so you never know who God's going to put in, in in your path for a purpose and yeah. for his glory. And just uh, uh, Becky Glover, her uh, her daughter, Kelly Finch, is the one who uh, is writing the foreword. And she's the director of our play, uh, by the way, at church. Uh, I found out uh, that they were the opening at the church because she and I were uh, at the takeout line at Taco Bell back in 2003. <laughs> and so you never know how that's going to work. It's the same way with Olivia and I when we met each other. Uh, I won't go into that story because it gets too long. But I held the door open for somebody, and it was through that somebody that I, I was introduced to her. So you have to be aware of what God's doing at every single turn because yes. everything is for purpose. Amen. We have to be intentional with our relationship with God and our relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ and in and in, in the world and be aware of what he's doing because he'll change it up on us for sure. I never thought that I would be broadcasting or writing and doing the things that I do. I'm passionate about speaking, always have been. But, you know, the reality is, is that there's a time and a season for everything under heaven. And we have to be in very sensitive right now because of the way that the world is. There's a lot to do. You know, the Bible talks about, you know, the laborers are, are the need is, is many, you know, but the laborers are few. And we've got to be able to be ready in and out of season and see what he's doing around us. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, and, and you're so right about that. And I mean, you know, like I, like we talked about, I, I never I never thought that I'll go back to say this. I never thought I'd be a preacher. I want to be a sportscaster, which I still do uh, high school basketball in the uh, in the wintertime radio station out of eastern North Carolina. But uh, and uh, but, you know, God gives us desires of our hearts. But then again, I would never thought I'd been a, a writer or an author or that name would be that title would be attached to my Facebook page or whatever. <laughs> You know, and uh, so, but you know what thing about it is, is we answer the call and we're all works in progress because of the fact that he is the potter and we are the clay. Amen. Amen. Yes, that's so incredibly important. And we need to connect with what he's doing rather than do something and expect him to bless it. And I see God all over this, Pastor Barry, with the writings and the stories, because like I said before, that can reach people that are out there hurting and it can soften and prepare them for them to come into the kingdom and to meet King Jesus. So I'm super excited about that. So if you could leave the audience with the key and I know you've given us all kinds of nuggets of truth and, and you and I could just talk for hours about all these topics because there's just so many things that God has used you in the past and now using you with the writing and the upcoming book and so forth. But if you can leave the, uh, the audience with a key, what would that key be? That key would be this, open your heart to Jesus. Uh, and and I wrote a song years ago. Uh, and in that song, it says, open your heart to Jesus and let him guide your life. Let him guide your ways. And know this too, that you can do anything through Jesus Christ because all things are possible with him. If, if somebody tries to tell you you can't do it when God lays it on your heart, you tell them, I know a man who can, and he can do it through me, and I can do it through him. 
Sister Maggie and I think are living proof of that. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yes. God is so faithful and he is so good. And your yes is important. So if you have not said yes to Jesus, um, I'm telling you, your life can be transformed and changed and uh, your eternal salvation is important. And uh, we are living in perilous times and all you have to do is just turn on the news and see how the world is. And uh, we're all in need of a savior. So please, if you do not know Christ and you want to know more about this, the, the Lord that we serve, please reach out to either one of us. We're happy. You can send a private message on Facebook, but uh, time is short. And don't Amen. miss out on what God has for you. He has a purpose and a plan for you and your future. And whatever you're struggling with, and I don't even know who this is for. I'm just going with it. If you are struggling with any type of uh, life controlling, habitual thing that you just feel like you can't be free of, the Bible says that it is for freedom. He set us free. And we are walking examples of what God can do through a yielded vessel. So do not live in that torment any longer. So just surrender to Jesus and um, reach out, get into his word, get connected with a good local church. If you are in North Carolina, go visit Pastor Barry's church. If you are visiting in that area, go visit Pastor Barry's church. If you're not, go to Pastor Barry's website. It's www.barrystallins.com. On there, you will find music that him and his family has done. We didn't even have time to talk about all that. Uh, <laughs> there's great music on there. If you like the gospel type music, because I, I listen to a little bit of it, it'll right. get you fired up. And right. the, the book is on there. And that's where you can um, find out more information about the upcoming book in October. So, Pastor Barry, I would like to thank you for taking the time. And I know you're there, you know, with family and stuff, but taking the time to be on the broadcast. And I'm so grateful for the work that you and your wife and your home church are doing in your area and connecting to those outside of your geographic area. Well, thank you. And, and you all uh, do play for, uh, pray for us at Pleasant Grove Church as we continue to do God's will. And we're excited about what he's doing. And uh, may, uh, as uh, one gentleman in our church says, may we keep on keeping on for him. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to thank you guys for watching the broadcast. If you're watching this live on social media, please share it out with your friends, family, co-workers, anybody that needs some encouragement today. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you like, subscribe, and, and, and go over and find out more information. Go to the website. Check it out. Make sure that you follow him on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of the things that God will be doing in the future. And also, if you're watching this on Creative Motion Network, give a shout out to Kristen and, and uh, Kevin. We're grateful for all that you all do for the kingdom. And you can catch Pastor Barry's church on the radio. So tell them how they can listen. If they're not in your area, how can they listen? They can listen on uh, sundaystreams.com. Uh, uh, the address, Sister Maggie, is www.sundaystreams, Sunday, let me say that like today, sundaystreams.com forward slash go, G-O, forward slash W-R-P-G. That'll take them, it's a 20, we're on 24 hours, seven days a week, so they'll hear good gospel music throughout the week. And then uh, we are usually live on Wednesday nights with our Wednesday night service at seven. Definitely on live uh, on uh, Sunday mornings at 11 with our morning worship service. So we, we definitely invite folks to to tune in. And yes, if you're in Eastern North Carolina traveling, come see us. Absolutely. <laughs>
Amen. Amen. Well, thank you all for watching the broadcast. Um, make sure that if you cannot find the information about the upcoming books, reach out, reach out to me and I'll send you the link as well. So Pastor Barry, God bless you and your family. And thank you for being with us. Thank you, Sister Maggie. God bless you too. Thanks for having me and, and God bless you and all you're doing for his kingdom. Thank you so much. We will see you guys here right next time, next Monday on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless.